Hi, welcome to episode seven of Honest Talk about adoption and abortion. I'm Karen Spees, and this is Carol Calkins. And today we're doing part two of our interview with H about her reunion with her birth parents. Hope you enjoy. Um, and then one night on Facebook, I had run another search. And this was kind of the dawn of Facebook. It was like 2009. Mm-hmm. I'd run another search and I found the web page for the high school that I know she'd gone to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found a John Parker mm-hmm. in the list of members, which was my brother's dad's name. <laughs> right. Um, at this point, it did not occur to me that this was my dad. Right. Um, and I clicked on it and I looked at the picture and I thought, these are my people. <laughs> Wow. And so, um, and I actually, I can pull it up because I contacted him on Facebook. That was the first contact any of us had ever had uh-huh. um, in 30 years, close to 30 years. And I'm really glad I did it on Facebook because we've been able to go back and sort of relive it. So this is the conversation that I had with him when I messaged oh, okay. him on Facebook. This is what you had. Are you the John Parker who was married to Elizabeth Elizabeth McDonald in the early 80s? Right? Yeah. And that was the first? That was the first message okay. I sent him. Okay, I got confused by this top stuff. Yeah, that's me. I'm not sure. Do you remember Doyle Scott? Yes and yes. What are you trying to find out? I'm your daughter. <laughs> oh, Wow. And he said, I'm not much of a father. Oh, wait a minute. I mean, I think I am. She gave me up for adoption on May 1979. I found my brother. So you had already determined he was your brother. Well, once I once I saw his picture and oh, realized... So you can't see the picture in there. Yeah, that's the problem um, with this. Because I had taken all of that out. Yeah, that was a shocking thing for me, too, when I met Zach. I was like, those are my eyes. Right. Those are really my eyes, you know? <laughs> And he had a hard time, um, and he and I were not in contact for a while after I found him. Mm-hmm. Um, he had kind of a difficult time coming to terms with any of it. Yeah, I had a difficult time when Zach showed up, too, because like all the stuff that, that had happened around his right. birth suddenly was super relevant again. So this was the know? first picture I saw of him, and as soon as I saw him, I knew. Oh, wow. Um, and so by the time I was messaging him saying, I'm your daughter, I was fairly certain that I was. <laughs> right. And so then what else did he say? So, well, his response to I'm your daughter was, well, hi there. Oh, so that's, that's good. Yeah. That's positive. Can you read it? You want me to read both yeah, sides? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Me. I mean, I think I am. She gave me up for adoption in May 1979. I found my brother who was born in 1981, and Parker was the last name on his paperwork. And he said, I'm not much of a father, I'm afraid. And I said, I don't want anything from you. I just want to let you know that I and my brother are okay and share stories if you have them. And then I said, because it was occurring to me that like what I'd done (laughs) (laughs) Uh on a Tuesday afternoon at work. Wow. It was like 412 and I was in my office like, please no one interrupt me. And I was sweating and crying. And like if anybody comes in right now, they're going to think I've totally lost lost it. it. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that I just expected that I would send this message and then it would take me days to hear from him. And it mm-hmm. was, you know, a matter of minutes. I said, I mean, I know this must be a horrible shock. It is to me as well, because 
honestly, I messaged you thinking it was another dead end. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, And I said, I kind of like to know where my writing ability comes from. Because I think it came from you. And he said, yes, it did. Have you heard from Liz? Do you want me to call her something? I'm shaking all over. And I said, I left messages twice, but she doesn't answer her phone. I'm hesitant to leave a message saying who I am because I don't know if her husband knows her daughter. And I don't want to hurt anybody. Um, And he said, I thought about you and your brother a lot over the years and hoped you were doing well. We were such messed up kids and we had no idea what we were doing. Also, you're beautiful. Um, And then he told me I was a newspaper editor for a while. So, yeah, we know it came from me. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, And he said, I don't know what Liz would think about anything. We got divorced in 1985. Are you okay? Does it bother you having found me? If you have any questions, I'll answer them honestly. Um, And I said, thank you. Would you like to see pictures of my son? I have a (laughs) five-year-old. Grandpa. Yeah. Um, And I said, "I'll, I'll call Chad, who's my brother. Tonight and let him know. And keep in mind, he's like disappeared off the face of the earth at this point. So right. he has no idea that I'm doing this, that I found these people. Right. Right. That any of this is happening. But I'm like, I'll call him. <laughs> <laughs> I have his number. I don't know. Yeah. I talked to this guy once a year ago. <laughs> um, and I said, I don't blame you guys for anything. God knows I wasn't any more mature at that age than you were. I'm just so glad to know you and where I came from. And then he said, so you guys don't hate us? <laughs> Reasonable question. I that, never that thought of it. That was a question for me too. See, and yeah. from my perspective, I never thought of it in terms of like, why would I hate somebody that made that much of a sacrifice? Yeah. Because everybody else tells them that they're horrible people. That's why okay. they think that you would hate them. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. So it... Um, and then I said, well, my major question is whether I should expect to die of anything horrible and preventable in the near future. (laughs) I see there's some humor here. Yeah, that's good. I mean, serious, but humor, right? Well, and lay it all out. In retrospect, this is terribly tragic because at that point there was no medical information that I needed and he died of pancreatic cancer at 54 and I'd only known him for six years at the time. And so I'm so glad that we had the time together and the relationship that we did because we built a beautiful relationship from this. Um, But this has some irony now because his answer at the time was no. Right. And it didn't turn out. It didn't turn out that way. I said, I'm really tired of my partner saying our son looks like his side of the family because I can't prove different. (laughs) Cute. Um, And then we friended each other on Facebook. um, And then we started talking. So, yeah, I mean, it went on for an hour. And then I had to go on a business trip. And I said, I'll call you when I land in Houston. Uh Um, And so I had you know, four hours of going through an airport and being on the plane to think about this before, before we talked. And how was it talking? Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, So John and I shared poetry and writing and even just our outlook on life and our taste in things. 
in a way that was really profound. I really probably look more like Liz, but in terms of how I relate to the world, John and I were just so similar from the moment we started talking. I mean, we just had a million things to talk about. And some of it was around the adoption and like, where have you been for the last 30 years? Right, right. Um, But immediately it was just like, oh, well, let me tell you about this book I read last week and I'm going to send you a piece of music. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I found it was, it was really odd for me too meeting my bio son, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like meeting somebody for the first time who you had loved your whole life. Mm -hmm. And so there was instant acceptance and instant interest in everything he wanted to, that he was interested in. Yeah. And the part of this conversation that is not apparent just from the, the chat transcript is that as he and I were having this conversation, um, his mother, my grandmother, Mm -hmm. And all of my aunts were friending me on Facebook and sending me messages like we have waited so many years to find you. Wow. And so it was incredible to me that from the time I had talked to the doctor, I had thought I was a secret. Mm-hmm. And realizing that that was always false. Yeah. That I had never been a secret. And the man she'd gone on to marry was him. And he was my biological father. Oh, really? Like, there was no cat to let out of the bag. Oh, funny. Wow. So everything the doctor told me was dead wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah. And by, by the time we all talked, they had been divorced for a while. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> wow. And so, so when did you end up connecting with her? Um, so it took, they had had a, a very negative toxic divorce they had probably had a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. you know looking back um, from this vantage i think they had loved each other immensely but they'd been very young and very immature and not able to live together and so she thought he was manipulating her again he he called and he said i have information about the kids and she thought oh here we go with john's Mm -hmm. drama again i'm not gonna feed into it right And so she ignored his messages. So it was two and a half months. And this is where the whole thing gets really surreal. My grandmother, John's mom, called her, called my my birth mom, Liz. Mm -hmm. And she picked up for my grandmother, because I guess on caller ID it came up with her name. And she said, Liz, I found the children. (laughs) Nice. And my mom said, We've been in contact with Kim and Corey for quite a while. And she goes, no, Chad and Heather, who are Kim and Corey? And it was, and so everything sort of came to a stop again for everybody. And it was like, what? Oh, because those were the names she gave you, Kim and Corey? No. Um, so my biological parents had three children. They ended up adopting out all of them. And it really is a sad story because it was... I was the oldest. I was an accident. It was high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they had given me up for adoption. And then they had gotten pregnant with my brother and really tried to make a go of it. Mm-hmm. And then gotten to the point, he was only maybe a month from his birth date. Mm-hmm. And they decided, we just can't do it. Mm-hmm. And so they gave him up. And my mom told my dad, I'm not doing this again. Um Either we're going to have a, a stable life together or we're going our separate ways. And he said, no, I, I want to 
build a stable life. They got married. They got a house. Um, she got pregnant with a third child. And everything fell apart again. So they ended up giving all three of us up. Wow. And at that point, she walked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there is a, there's a third brother <laughs> who um. my, my mom had been in contact with. And then her sister, the same year, had gotten pregnant and her fiancé had died in an accident. Oh. And so she had ended up giving up hers. Kim and Corey were adopted into the same family, so they're first cousins, but they grew up as brother and sister. Oh. So there really are, are four of us out of the same family. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, and you all found each other again. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so your grandmother said to your bio mom, right? We Liz. found these other children. Yeah, we found Chad and Hetty, and she's uh-huh. like, "Well, I, I know where Kim and Corey are." And so, in that one conversation, it was like nobody was looking for anybody anymore. Wow. Wow. And so then, what happened? Um. And so then I. That was November, and at over the winter break, I grabbed my son, I put him in the car, I bought my brother a plane ticket to Oklahoma, and we all met. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Um, I think the strangest thing about it is it was not... Everybody had warned me, you know, that there were all these emotional things that were going to come up and how difficult it was going to be. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't. Yeah. It was just like a family reunion. And, um, it's incredible to go your whole life and you, you wonder like, where did I get these traits from? Who do I look like? Where do I come from? Um, and then to have all of those questions answered just immediately. Thanks for joining us on Honest Talk about adoption and abortion. There's more coming about H's reunion with her birth parents and siblings. We wanted to invite you to join our community of patrons on Patreon and become part of the team that's working to help share these stories. And also, volunteer or donate to Planned Parenthood in your area. There are women's shelters, uh, teen mothers, support organizations, and clinics in your area that would love your help and support. Brighten your own life by reaching out to others. We highly recommend it. See you next time.